Hi FM 101.9 megahertz of life. The Gothenburg Book Fair is an annual event held in that city in Sweden. It is the largest literary festival in Scandinavia and it has around 100,000 visitors and 900 exhibitors annually. The theme of this year's festival was Jewish culture as expressed in literature, film, music, arts and contemporary life. Author of The Gospel According to Wanda B. Lazarus and the head of a multilingual storytelling agency, Lynn Joffe, was invited as a guest of the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture to present. She joins me now to tell me more. Lynn, how incredibly exciting. Tell me all about it. To be chosen by the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture, I, I just couldn't believe I got the job. Um, the, obviously, because Jewish culture was very much, it was one of three themes, actually. Um, the other theme was the city, and the other theme was audio, which was very exciting for me also because I've done, I've started to create an audio book out of the Wonder Book. And the Stingray Charles book, which was a children's book, which I was also asked to present, is also a, a, an audio performance. I'm a bit of an audio queen, as you know. So it was, it just brought all my passions together, my, my, my pride to be part of the South African landscape at all. My Jewish identity, which, um, of course, having written the gospel according to Wanda B. Lazarus has outed me. Yes, I'm a Jewish person. Yes, I'm of an origin. I'm not um, a, a, your typical Jewish person, but then maybe none of us are. Then you're struggling with your Jewish identity, yes? I, I used to struggle. I was raised in Aberdeen in Scotland of South African parents and eventually came back here due to a divorce into the middle of apartheid. So I knew that I had a Jewish identity, but I was accused of killing Jesus when I was about seven. I was asked if I was a Jew and I didn't really understand that. And then she said, you killed our Lord. And I said, I've never even met your Lord. So there was always a kind of a stigma to to what that actually meant. I did have a bat mitzvah at Temple Shalom. My grandfather was a big macher there. And when I wrote, when I sat down all these years later to write a book about a Jewish character, um, I, I drew on a lot of history and in, in a sense almost from my own life story. But then Wanda became a separate character. And of course, then in a sense, it's, it's caused me to come out of the closet, not just as a, as a person who happened to be born Jewish, but somebody who really does identify with um, the history, with the culture, with being my own identity and not having to be, if you like, barefoot pregnant in the kitchen, which there's nothing wrong with. Um, I did marry a very religious Jewish man when I was about 20, which kind of um, was was quite a struggle because I couldn't become the, the Jewish wife he wanted me to be. So actually it was through my creativity in a sense that I have found um and in fact the the seminar that I presented on the main on the main uh, program I actually conflated ubuntu which as you know is, is is an african sense of love thy neighbor and the tikkun olam idea which comes out of our kabbalistic That's history beautiful. that joins in the heart as a magen david and then I realized oi I'm actually, I'm so Jewish that actually the message beneath whatever I write seems to have that kind of, um, I don't know if you want me to explain to the listeners what Tikkun Olam and... Oh, no, I think we know. Okay, I think yeah, we yeah, all yeah, we, we kind of get that. it. Yes, yeah. But, it, but it, 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 as I have continued in my life, I realize that, that it's, it's kind of, if you like, my South African or African identity and my Jewish identity are very much uh, coming from a heart-centered space. The book fair, um, the, how did you get chosen and what was it like and who was there? 
Whew. The tweet version. Um, I think that the reason I was nominated, if you like, I think, I mean, yes, the book has done well and it is about a, a Jewish character. I did do a survey on, on Jewish writers and fiction writers in particular, um, and writing about a Jewish character wandering through history for 2000 years probably suited the agenda of the festival quite well. And also the, the children's book that I, wrote about 10 years ago, I went to a lot of literary festivals, connected a lot with people who were doing good, if you like, in the kids' space. So I think that my reputation preceded me. And and for diversity, I was the only Jewish person of the South African contingent, and there were three magnificent young black authors, and Zakes Madar, which was such an honor to be included. So I think I filled the identity of, of my, my Jewish identity and my writerly identity. Was it exciting to be there? It was, you know, I cried on the last day. I wept with, with joy and gratitude that I had been chosen. You know, we, we do sometimes think that we've been marginalized. And I think that just kind We of, being South Africans, we, 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 we being oh, Jews, we being... I, th- I think, well, well, we being, okay, me, we, I have sometimes felt, good, good point. Um, I'm of a certain age. I've almost certain ethnic identity. And with what's happening in South Africa, one could be a little neurotic about being excluded from kind of being part of the country, which I really did identify with and gave up my American green card and married a South African and and committed to this country. So in a way, it was I felt like it was a kind of reward for 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 that very insane commitment that I have made. While every a lot of people are emigrating, a lot of people are afraid, a lot of people are feel do feel marginalized, I do think, maybe being Jewish and white and maybe of a certain age. And this has kind of brought me back to how I feel as an individual and as I feel as a as a member of the human race of South Africans. What have you brought back? What I've brought back is the the awareness that m- my work matters, that it matters outside. And this is going to sound like a bit of a contradiction. The, the, the South African launch and ability to connect through the writing has worked. But the fact that it could be presented on an international stage, and just by the way, my um, agent, I found an agent about a year ago and waited for her in Gothenburg, and she has now taken Wonder to the Frankfurt Book Fair. So, it, and I, you know, I'm a resilient young woman, and and so what it what it gave me was kind of the the keich and the chutzpah to carry on my journey without feeling that I had kind of ended it because I had a six week window of a launch and and that was the end of the story. It's given me a feeling of the longevity of the work I can offer the world. Is is um, the gospel according to Wonder Lazarus? Um, was that you said you you drew on yourself and it became? Are you writing more? I registered for a PhD with um, David Nadali, Professor David Nadali at the University of Pretoria, at the end of when my book was published in the middle of COVID, and I wanted to explore the notion of the short story. Because the book Wonder Be Lazarus was written almost as a protagonist only from her point of view. And so I wanted to explore that. It's taken me a while. Um, my sister passed away, so everything just stopped completely at the beginning of last year. But I'm, I am writing. In fact, I'm writing to my sister, which is very personal at the moment and not kind of ready for anyone else to have. But it was like my writing saved me from the complete collapse of my entire life uh, since the beginning of last year. 
and the theme of the PhD, which is very larny at the moment and might be brought down to a, to a, a more comprehensible and larger audience, is the notion of, I think it goes, kol isha erva, which means the voice of the feminine is inappropriate, which leads a lot to the female voice wanting its voice. So I want to explore different voices in terms of how women are perceived in the world. I think it will be my theme forever. Wow, that is incredible. And you're also very musical because um, does your music also rep- represent that kind of Jewish identity you know, and Ubuntu? Very, that's a very good question. So so the children's book is a musical book. It's a book about two musical characters that go on a voyage. But Wanda B. Lazarus herself is a musician. Okay. And so in every chapter, the, 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 the whole sort of premise of it is that she, she is accidentally cursed with immortality at the cross um, by Rov Yossi, as I call him, who needed a drink of water, but the chalice was poisoned. So it's a very satirical take on that whole idea of you killed our Lord. But she it, has, it really affected you, hey? I, yes, I think it was, I, I think that if, if I have to sort of defend myself against the whole world, and especially what's going on now is that we, we didn't kill anyone's Lord, actually. But And then the fact that Jesus was Jewish has always fascinated me because so much of anti-Semitism comes from people whose Lord is a Jew. So that's very weird. But Wanda herself is a musician, and she wanders through the ages, pun intended, um, at the behest of the muses, who are the, the nine musical muses of antiquity, who send her back on on her adventures to retrieve an element of the music of the spheres, which is, um, I called them string instruments mainly, so that she could actually, in a sense, find her voice, if you like to call it, one to become one of the muses, who were in fact a bunch of very nasty girls, as we all sort of experienced in our school years. So I think that music is, and in fact the last line of the book, which I won't give you a spoiler alert, kind of metaphorizes the entire personality and, and sense of of Wanda B. Lazarus and myself, as mu- music is, is, is in a sense at, at the base of all of this. It's the universal language. And yes, there's a bit of Havana Gilarish <laughs> sense about it, um, come from a musical family. But I think that in a way, as a, as a writer, I'm probably a better writer than I am a musician. I, I'm a very untrained musician. But um, I did work with Johnny Faree. I can read a chord chart. Um, my sister and I were doing duets for the visitors when we were five. So, I, and, and, mu- and words are also musical. It's, there's a very interesting correlation between them. You're probably going to tell me you're excellent at maths now. I'm, my maths is terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> very interesting. But, but music is mathematical. Yes. So I know m- music as maths as music, but not music as maths. That's interesting. That's <laughs> interesting. Um, back to Sweden. Mm. What was the reception to you there? I think I had to be a little bit chutzpahdik. You know, South Africa, it was, it's the size of something like 12 rugby fields. Yeah. It's huge. So is it, it's all one, it's, is it the, the whole city is it's, taken it's, over? No, no, it's, a, it's, it's almost like, like the, it's a conference center. Okay. But it's massive and it's on, it's, it's, it would take you about, I, maybe 40 minutes to walk from one side to the other through people. Um, there's also an upstairs where all the seminar rooms are. So because the, the Jewish Institute of Sweden was the guest of honor, um, I went there. I met a lot of wonderful Swedish Jews and, and a lot of Scandinavian Jewish people who had come. And it was, I mean, I, I met some Israeli women who could have been my cousins. It was such a, a sense of, of feeling overcoming home in a way, even though there might have been language issues. Um, the woman who runs it is, is an Israeli who actually was the 
I think, ambassador to Israel who has actually elevated the um, awareness of Jewish culture in Sweden. She's Lizzie. She's unbelievable. Um, but I would I went to them more than they came to me because they had their stand and we had ours. But it was also quite challenging to bring the j- sense of Jewish culture to my South African compatriots mm. because we we do have a certain stereotype. Mm. And I think I hope that I sort of broke through that. I mean, look, Zakes has Zakes knows Jewish people since you know Gordimer's best friend. But it's it's very nice to be able to go into our multiculture and actually bring some of my Yiddishkeit um, back, back, home. back in back home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very much so. What What is next for you? What is next is to please PG to find my writing spirit again. Because like I said, I've, I've been in a state of deep grief. This brought me out of the grief. And um, I hope to be able to continue with the PhD, the memoir, um, the writing and a little bit of the work for the business, which I haven't been able to pick up for, for some time now hmm. to become uh, to become productive again. I think. Well, wishing you luck with Thank that. You um, so much, uh, uh, your book, you have donated a book to the Biachad Library. Absolutely. If anybody would like to read it, they can get it from the library. Is there anywhere else? Um, it is available through exclusive books online, most likely at this point, because I'm not sure how they're stocking it. Also through Majaji Books, and hopefully, um, if my agent can sell it to the world, um, I'll, I'll be—you'll be the first to know. Amazing. So it is available, as as will the um, the children's book as time goes by. Well, Lynn, thanks so much for joining me and telling me about the Gothenburg uh, Festival and representing South Africa so beautifully. And yeah, wish you well. Thank you. I look forward to reading the book. I'll take it out first. I'll Please. be the first one to read it. Thank you. Thank you very thanks much. So much. That was Lynn Joppy, author of The Gospel According to Wanda B. Lazarus.